This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. Kelly Moore in for Richard Cloutier. Illegal dumping. It is a problem. And it is a problem that our city leaders are looking uh, to take upon as a challenge. Uh, Jeff Brawati, uh, who is uh, one of the people leading the charge of that uh, category, the Winnipeg City Councilor, is joining us. And uh, Jeff, uh, welcome uh, to the show. And maybe for a little context for listeners, let's talk about uh, how illegal dumping has become an issue in the city. A lot of communities, a lot of neighborhoods in Winnipeg, we've had problems with people abandoning whether it's construction materials, unwanted old um, uh, furniture in back lanes. And what happens is, uh, especially, you know, spring, summer months, uh, becomes an arson hazard. People put this stuff on fire and, you know, uh, fires in back lanes become a, become a huge issue. So it's, uh, you know, not just, it's not a victimless crime. It's not people trying to just get around the, uh, the $10 fee the city charges to remove excess and bulky items. It becomes a much bigger issue when, uh, you know, firebugs get, start getting into it. Now, it, it's always been there, but uh, is this the kind of a, a problem, Jeff, that is growing? Because as our city grows, I would imagine there is there are more items that uh, are unwanted. Uh, it's always been an issue, but I think it's uh, there has been a, uh, an increased noticing of it lately, sure. Okay, so now the solution for this is uh, to take a look at uh, trying to catch the perpetrators. Uh, you can't have somebody watching all the time. Uh, so that's why you're uh, looking for uh, motion uh, cameras to, to try to help uh, alleviate the situation a little bit? I mean, our department has, you know, they've, they've, uh, they've determined that there are certain hot spots where people will uh, do illegal dumping. Uh, what we've been able to, to do is uh, using some, uh, some new technology uh, and using the, uh, the Innovation Capital Fund. It's uh, one of Mayor Bowman's commitments to spending a million dollars a year for one-time innovations that either save uh, uh, taxpayers money or... Uh, provide a higher level of service, uh, $54,000 from last year's allocation went towards buying six camera setups. Now, these are uh, self-powered. They've got solar panels on top of them, uh, mounted um, cameras. You won't notice they're there necessarily. You probably won't notice they're there. Um, and what they'll do is they're, they're motion-activated. So when somebody comes up to go to illegally dump something, they start filming. They work at a distance of, I think, around 30 meters. Uh, they can see enough at the dark to get license plates and such. And uh, the idea is to, you know, catch people in the act and then uh, pro, uh, pr- then press charges. Now, you have two that are, are active right now, correct? Yeah, my understanding is the first two are, are actually out on the street the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And have you caught anybody with these cameras? My understanding is we actually have. We haven't uh, started going announcing uh, some of the details on it, but uh, we understand we have caught people on, on camera. And, and what's the penalty for this, Jeff? Uh, you know, I, I don't even have that. I don't know that detail off the top of my head, but I do understand that, you know, the bylaw does allow for, for charging. And uh, we've, we've checked, we've done our homework that we can, in fact, uh, use the video evidence to, to press charges. Yeah, and the reason I ask this is because, you know, we just had uh, uh, the, uh, the story about uh, texting and driving. And as severe as the penalties are for that, it does not seem to be deterring many. So, uh, you know, might, people might take a look at it and say, well, it's, it's only a $50 fine. It's still uh, less than what it would cost me to get rid of this the other way. So that's why I kind of ask what, what the penalty is for this. Well, we hope, you know, of course, Winnipegers are, you know, studious citizens to their community and that, but it is also a deterrent. Um, you know, I, I think the laws that we have for texting and driving have decreased. I know they've changed my habits. Um, I was just in a state last week where uh, 
they don't have texting and driving laws, and it's, I think, more prevalent than it is here. And I think it was more prevalent here before as well. So yeah. I do think some of these things change habits. Yeah, just yeah, just want to get back on track with the illegal dumping. I was using that as an example. But uh, uh, so in in going forward, then, uh, you talk about the uh, the idea of increasing these cameras. Uh, where are the the dumping hotspots in Winnipeg? Um, the department knows those locations. I mean, certain back lanes, certain... Uh, parks, certain places. Uh, we're, of course, uh, concerned about the public realm. Uh, you know, city, city-owned land, city-owned lanes, city-owned um, uh, community clubs, if you will. Um, we do have now, we, what we did yesterday was we delegated authority to the, the, the bureaucracy, to the CAO, to enter into uh, agreements to allow these cameras, though, to be mounted on private property. Uh, or with, uh, say, another utility. They can enter into an agreement, say, with Manitoba Hydro that has poles everywhere to mount these, uh, these gears on, the gear on, uh, on, on their poles. If there's a problem, you know, in a particular back lane, and whether it's somebody's resident or, or a business, uh, it might be easier to, uh, you know, mount it on, on their private property. And we have the flexibility now, without having to go through council and making it very public where the cameras are going, uh, they have the ability to enter into those agreements now. So there is going to be the argument that this is just another case of Big Brother watching us even more. Uh, are our privacy rights being infringed upon here? I mean, the only time we're going to go and actually view the video that's on these things is when an, uh, an illegal activity here has occurred. Um, I, I, I think as long as people follow the law, this is, this is more than a, an appropriate thing. Councillor Brawati, thanks very much. How's the move going, by the way? Well, um, they're moving in different shifts. The first three councillors are moving today. Uh, I'm scheduled to move tomorrow after 4.30, so I'll be unpacking uh, most of the day Friday, I think. And just for context, you're moving from your present quarters over to the administrative building just for a temporary... Uh, how, how long is the, the move going to be for? This is a temporary move. It's about a year. We did a, a draw to determine who got which office, and uh, I've got a little bit extra real estate compared to what I had at uh, the council building, so I have a little meeting room table in my own office, so should be nice. Yeah, I guess it's it's short-term pain for long-term gain. Councillor Berwadi, thanks very much for this. Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.